What's crack lacking, guys? Uh, welcome to the mashed potatoes this week. I'm Hayden. And I'm Jonah. And this week we're going to talk about a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. What was that? Is it All okay? Right. Yeah, no. No? I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk about it at the end. Alright. We're going to talk about all sorts of things. We're going to talk about um, memories. Um, creativity. Yeah. We're going to uh, talk about prison. Our skills. Electric electric cars. What we're going to do when we find ourselves in prison inevitably. For the crimes we will commit during this episode. <laughs> Alright. Let's do it. That was perfect timing. That was. Alright guys, so welcome back. Uh, we know you've had a long week at work, at school, um, doing what you may. And if you're listening to this on Friday, congratulations. You have made it to the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Friday is the end of the week. You've made it here. Congratulations. Yep. Just one more day. I just reorganized your words and said a different <laughs> sentence. <laughs> so, we got a whole bunch going on. A whole lot of gang stuff. Oh, yeah. Just give an update. Tell me about your... Life update. Life update with okay. Aiden. Well, oh my Lord. generally, things have been pretty good for me. Um, things are about to get busy, though. We're, oh, yeah. we're moving soon. We're moving, moving houses. It's only about seven minutes away, though, so it really shouldn't be a big deal. You're moving in seven minutes? Yep. So, guys, I'm about to leave, but let's I'll go carry ahead and get it on. started with this. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting. Cool. Looking forward to it. That Not is really, exciting. But Why aren't you looking forward to it? Well, moving isn't fun. Moving's fun. I like moving. I mean, it's cool when you're actually done with it and you're in a different house, but the process of moving itself is a little tedious. Packing boxes. Yeah. Cooking foxes. It's all right, though. It'll all be good. Yeah. So what about you? What's fresh? Not much. Uh, as you listeners know, I just work a lot. Um, but some little, some fun stuff did happen to me this weekend. Oh, yeah? Um... So sad. Uh, last episode I was really congested. I was crying the whole time because my eyes were watering and my nose was all sniffy. Um, it continued that way all weekend. Saturday was feeling good. Things were better. Sunday I wake up in the morning and okay, advisory. This might gross some of you out. I don't even think I gave Hayden all the details. No, on not this. really. So. Um, so I wake up. I'm like, oh, there's mucus in my throat. I, I woke up choking. Like, I couldn't breathe. So I was like, ah, ah. Could you breathe out of your nose? Yeah, of course. Well, barely. Because oh. that whole passageway was blocked. Oh. Anyways, so I'm like, ah, ah, I'm choking. So I go to cough, and the mucus, like, comes into my mouth. And I'm like, it won't come out. So I reach in to grab it. And I'm like, ah, I just can't get a hold of it. So I go into the bathroom. I'm like, let me look in the mirror, see what all this mucus is about. So you haven't died at this point. No, so obviously you're still breathing. Yep. I'm still okay. Okay. I've somehow gained some air. Okay. <laughs> so, 
I go into the bathroom and I open my mouth and I go, ah. And my uvula, in case you guys don't know what a uvula is, Dangly if you boy. Google it, it's a finger-like uh, appendage in the back of your throat. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be real small. Small, small like a pea. What does it do? It regulates, it stops food from going into your uh, your airways and not into your esophagus. So that or guy not. that guy slides back and forth? No, it's food hits it. It's like a mud flat. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's a cool way to mm-hmm. It also it. produces a, a salivary substance that lubricates food going down your throat. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, um, I wake up, I look in the mirror, and my uvula is in my mouth. Hmm. And you're like, oh, maybe it fell off, that small little boy. No, psych. It is the size of a little smoky. If you don't know what a little smoky is, it's a tiny little hot dog. It's not a hot dog, it's like a sausage. Tiny little meat. Meat tube. Meat tube. Uh, look at your pinky. Look at the top two segments of your pinky. Considering you probably don't have hands as big as Hayden and I's, it, it was bigger than those top two segments of your pinky. And it was hanging into my mouth. And it was just hanging there. It was huge and super swollen. And um, I had like- to swallow it back in my mouth. So I was like, gulp. And then it was sitting in the back of my throat gagging me. So I had like two options. I could let it hang in my mouth (laughs) and I couldn't talk. Or I could let it hang in the back of my throat and gag me. Huh. I went with the gagging. Good. Because (laughs) I doubt it's very comforting to have a a fleshy substance on your tongue. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Ew. So I'm like, I'm going to, mom, dad, let's go to urgent care. So I go to the emergency room and then they're like, yo. You have uvulitis. And I was like, that's not a real word. And then she gave me a packet. So that's when I knew it was real. And then they gave me steroids. And uh, the swelling went away. Then I took the rest of the day sleeping. And then since then, I've had like a million nosebleeds. Because of the steroids? No, just in general. Hmm. Like today I had like three. Dang. Yeah. Um, Sometimes my nose just starts to bleed. Like when I blow my nose... Uh, it kind of depends on the season, the temperature, the weather, stuff like that. But it just gets buck nasty on a Thursday. Hmm. So, so what causes uvulitis? Um, it could be a number of things. So for me, it was likely irritation to the uvula, which could be snoring. Um, it could be a head trauma, like getting hit. Um, I snore a lot, but also the foreign substance, that trauma, like one of the... One of the ways is having a foreign substance irritate it. And I had a lot of mucus. So most likely, that's what caused it. But I also snore, so it was like a, a day's reckoning for the uvula. <laughs> so so you getting juiced now. You're on those roids. Yeah. Well, for three days I was. I'm no oh. longer on the roids. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, they were temporary roids. Oh, that's disappointing. I know. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's my updates. Um, that's most interesting. Yeah, out of the uvula, the size of a little smoky. We'll make a little documentary about living with uvulitis for a day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would be interested in that. I would watch it. I would. Too. I would click it on Netflix because you don't know what uvulitis is. Uh-huh. So you'd be like, "Wow, people really live with uvulitis." And like, click. <laughs> like I woke up and it was swollen, and now it's not. You're like, "Wow, the trauma." <laughs> 
I couldn't breathe. Couldn't breathe for like 15 seconds. Then my mom took me to the doctor and I'm okay. You know, like, oh man. The documentary is just a black screen for the next 59 minutes after that. Mm -hmm. Or just a camera crew following him for like a normal day. <laughs> he wakes up, he's like, ah, oh, hits the alarm, brushes his teeth, takes a shower, makes a sandwich, listens to the local talk show as he drives to work, gets to work. A customer comes in and she's like, hi, you suck. I hate your products. And he's like, ma'am, I'm really sorry. What can I do to fix the situation? Day goes on. His co-worker hits on him, but he doesn't know if it's real. He goes home, plays video games with his friends. He goes to sleep. He wakes up and does it all again. And that's how he lives with uvulitis. <laughs> the final slide is a donation page for all uvulitis victims like Jonah. You guys can donate for just 15 cents a minute. And you can change someone's life. My life. Like Jonah's. Just my life. <laughs> Not like anyone else's. All that money is going directly to me. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Sounds crazy. We should start a club called End Hunger Today. But then it's just us, and we're ending our hunger. <laughs> when people donate. That'd be pretty far out. Dude, 15 cents a minute is $216 a day. That doesn't seem right. No, it is. 15 cents a minute is... 0.15 times 60 it's for an hour. hour. Yeah. Times... It's only $9 an hour? 24. But it's times 24, because it's all, all day. day. Yeah. $216 a day times 7, because the donation doesn't stop on weekends. Times 4.5. That's $6,800 a month. But that's what it takes when you're living with uvulitis. Yeah. <laughs> And chances are you don't get uvulitis again, so <laughs> help me out. <laughs> Alright. Dang, quick math. You got it, bro. But yeah, that's my update. Um, I almost choked on my own uvula, because last time I checked, that belongs in your throat, mm -hmm. not in your mouth. Um, it also shouldn't be the size of a caterpillar in a cocoon. <laughs> should be a tiny little kernel of corn dangling from your throat hole. Speaking of caterpillars, I wonder if there's accounts of people that sleep with their mouth open. Like getting a caterpillar, like crawling up in their mouth and making a cocoon. Like those that sleep outside. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Could you imagine Les Stroud just waking up? <laughs> you think you have uvulitis, but it's just a little caterpillar. In a cocoon. <laughs> like, oh, my uvulitis is huge. And then they like say, ah... <laughs> It's like, oh, it's so beautiful. But it flies out, and I'm like, catch it. <laughs> and they kill it right in front of you, and you're like, my baby. <laughs> that would be traumatizing. That would be really sad. If you had a parasite living inside of you. I think you'd grow you, attached yeah, to it. But it didn't grow attached to you emotionally, <laughs> but like physically it did for a little bit. And then finally it finds a new host. I think that's how parasitic relationships usually go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but once it finds a new host, would you genuinely be upset? Yeah, I would. Be like, man, we used to be something. But were you? And he just squirms. <laughs> Blue spaghetti's away. <laughs> Alright. Hmm. Parasites are weird, man. They are Have weird. you seen those parasites that uh, take control of ants? You mean mantises? No. Yeah. No, that's not what I mean. 
Well, I mean mantises. Okay, well, I was the one telling the story, so that's great. <laughs> okay, tell your part. They do it to ants, wasps, stuff like that. It's a fungus, and the fungus, like, hijacks their brain. And then they can still live, but when they die, the fungus eats the body, and then the fungus grows again, and then infects another animal. Maybe it does it to mantises. Let me tell you what happens with mantises. It's way more, way more morbid than that. So, a little worm-type thing gets inside of the mantis through, like, what, something they eat or something. And it's real tiny at first, microscopic. And eventually, it eats out the innards of the mantis. And, um, takes control of it. Like, it works its way up to the brain, and eventually it has full control of this mantis. And what it does is it takes the mantis to a body of water and drowns it. So that it's now dead. Huh. And then I assume it eats the mantis corpse. It really be on. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. I've seen videos of uh, um, people like putting a, a mantis in water, and like the worm comes out and it's just like this long. Yeah, it's super gross. That's kind of cool though. It's, I like the premise. It's pretty of it. wicked, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that'd be a good movie, but with people. Be kind of gross it'd be and traumatizing. It'd be something I'd watch though. All right. Yeah. All right. So we've had our updates. Somehow now, we got to talking about mantises, parasitic yeah. relationships. Just call my wife. <laughs> Up <What>? top. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I had a question. For me? For both of us. Okay. We've had a little bit of time to think about it. So I want to hear your answer to the question, what is the dumbest thing you remember doing, or someone remembered for you, remembered doing as a kid? Oh, yes. So should I start or you? No, you go ahead. Okay. Well, when this was when I was real little. I used to be very, um, I would get emotionally attached to inanimate objects. So I had this bin under my bed and I would, uh, whenever I'd finish like a, I don't know, like a cup of yogurt or something. Don't laugh. I'm not laughing, Hayden. <laughs> I would be like, man, I really don't want to throw this away. It's such a waste. <laughs> Like, this is plastic, it can, it doesn't need to go to a landfill, so I'd take it to my room, pull out this bin, and put it under there, and shove it back under my bed. <laughs> and eventually, I built up a little collection. Now, I don't know what happened to it. I don't remember anyone ever finding it. I don't remember ever throwing it away. So I assume, like, it was just stayed under there for the longest time, and no one ever found it. Unless my parents did and just threw it away without saying anything. You didn't think they would ask about your bin filled with yogurt tins? I bet it stank, too. <laughs> like little yogurt remnants and plates and stuff. Oh, that's funny, though. I like that. Hmm. So, how, you were emotionally attached to the bin? You no, said you had an attachment to inanimate objects. Yeah. I, I don't know that I was a especially attached to the bin itself. Wow. But, uh, yeah, there you go. That's the dumbest thing you did as a kid? 
Well, it, it was just one thing I could think of. Okay. It's definitely not the dumbest. I can't think of the dumbest thing I did, though. What about you? I can think of two. Um, so one time in second grade, I was in the bathroom with my friends. Okay. Um, we're just hanging out at the urinals, being second graders, hanging out with the boys. And uh, someone had a dead fly. And they're like, hey, you want to eat it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I ate the fly. Um, that's my earliest remembrance of doing something dumb. Is when I ate a fly in second grade at the urinals with my friends. <laughs> that was a surreal moment. A lot of people do a lot worse stuff in the bathrooms, but you ate a fly. I was in second grade, so. Oh, okay. It was justified. Um, then in what grade was it probably 6th or 7th grade um also I'm claiming creative rights anything you hear here is just a fictional story and can't be held against me in the court of law (laughs) okay um so me Jacob and my cousin were like hey let's make some fireworks um so we took apart a ton of fireworks and then made our own fireworks now the way fireworks work is what makes the noise is it's a paper ball like sealed really tight and the noise is the pressure breaking the paper so paper when it goes pop it's really loud so our little brains were like you know what's stronger than paper duct tape Mm. so (laughs) we filled a ball about the size of maybe a golf ball full of gunpowder sparkly stuff smoky stuff all the stuff from we had no idea what was what we were taking apart fireworks and putting them together <laughs> so man that's so dangerous we took the duct tape <laughs> and we took one of the fuses and we made a little hole it looked like a little bomb we lit it and it was like boom and it was super loud like you could hear it everywhere and we were like that was awesome let's do some more okay so we made some more we made some bigger ones and we made some smaller ones we finally figured out what parts were what, so we made smoke bombs, we made sparkler bombs. Um, then eventually we had this idea to make a mega bomb. Oh no. <laughs> Which was all the sparks, all the smoke, all the noise, all of it. <laughs> so we lit it and we ran. It was a small backyard. It was one of those neighborhoods where um, the back of your house faces the back of the other house. And there's all the uh, yards lined up. So. It wasn't my house. Anyways, so we lit it. It exploded. Super loud. Like, unbelievably loud. Smoke goes everywhere where we can't see anything. And mind you, now there's smoke in everyone's backyard. Like, everywhere. So we all went inside and we hid in my cousin's room. And then his dad came upstairs. He's like, what was that? And we are like, I don't know. And then oh. that's the dumbest thing we did as a kid. Or I did as a kid. Man, you make... You make my childhood sound uneventful. I was collecting yogurt cups, <laughs> and you were lighting off grenades. I was collecting yogurt cups. <laughs> yeah, but at least you collected them. I guess to save something. I don't know. I don't know. For if the I greater good anything. of humanity. I'm sure, it ended up in a landfill, anyways. <laughs> That's really funny to me. You're like, dang. Wait. So, would you start in the kitchen with this yogurt yeah. cup? Yeah. And you'd be like, I remember wow, specifically- this needs to go under my bed. <laughs> yeah. You know what would be good for this? Under my bed. Like, I, don't, I don't know if I thought it was like going to decompose naturally down there or something. <laughs> How many did you have at any given moment? I don't remember. 
Do you ever remember pulling it out and there's like 20? It goes, <sighs> no, I barely like remember. It. <laughs> I just remember one instance where I had this yogurt come and I was like, dang, gee, I don't want to throw this away. <laughs> This is great. So I snuck it back to my room. <laughs> you had to sneak it back, or you like, and you like shoved it down your pants, and then you're walking weird. And you're oh. like, yes, this one will make a fine piece. I, oh, I actually remember I put a plate in there one time too, but that's it. That's all I remember from this. That's crazy. It is pretty crazy now that I think about it. Who knows, man? Kids are stupid. Kids are stupid. Like the. The thought process that has to go on to where they're like, I'm going to do this. The yeah, I'm going to do this dumb thing. I peed in the trash can once. I remember something stupid. <laughs> uh, not the peeing in the trash can. I was like three. That's justified. Okay, I was three. Sure, sure, Somebody sure. was in the bathroom and I had to go. Um, so <laughs> Couldn't have gone outside or anything, huh? No, trash can only. <laughs> but... Who took that trash out later? I don't know. <laughs> Beats me. Not your problem. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm three. You can't do anything to me. Um, do you remember the show Arthur on PBS Kids? Oh, heck yeah, dude. Do you remember I Hey Buster? Oh, yeah. You watched Hey Buster? I, I don't know that I watched it, but I definitely remember it. There was an episode where um, Buster was hanging out with the Amish people. Really? And, like, yeah, he was just being Amish, and he was learning how to be Amish. And I was like... Shoot, if I don't want to be Amish. So I went outside, and we had a dog pen uh-huh. um, because at the time we didn't have a fence, which had a big backyard. And so I was like, Merle, my dog, was like, we're going to the dog pen. I was four. Okay. Maybe five. Okay. So me and Merle went into the dog pen. I took off my shirt. I took out some ice cream in a bowl, and I made a little, like, stove. And I put my ice cream on it and waited for it to melt so I could drink it because that's where milk comes from, mm-hmm. melting ice cream. And then I dug a hole in one corner and I peed in it because I was being Amish. That's what Amish people do, right? How else do they go? And then my mom opens the door and goes, what are you doing? I'm like, being Amish. And she's like, no, you're not. You're being retarded. And I was like... I'm being Amish. I just watched a Buster. I'm an expert on this. I know I'm being Amish. She's like, come aside. And that's when I gave up on my dream of being Amish. Oh, that's hilarious. I went inside and I took a bath. And that's my 45 minutes of Amish. That's all you needed. Oh, man. I forgot about that until right that's now. hilarious. Man, that was a... That was a pipe dream in that's, itself. I'm sure I did stupid stuff like that. I just can't remember it at all. You need somebody to poke and prod your dreams back into you. Yeah. Man. All right. Okay. New segment. New segment. Suggested by... Uh Oh, my uncle. The Jar Jar Binks? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this segment is suggested by Zach... Oh, my bad. That's a different segment. We're going to get into that later. Zach's also your uncle. Zach is my uncle in a way. In a a way, (laughs) Zach is everyone's uncle. He does have an uncle vibe to him, and I appreciate that. He'll have you over and let him fly his drone. (laughs) Like the cool uncle. You go over to your cool uncle's house, and he has a ping pong table. Uh Uh-huh. Just like Zach does. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So this was brought to you by Zach. Thank you, Zach. Um, And the question is, 
very simple. Jar Jar Binks, yay or nay? And what say you? What say I? I say nay. You say nay? I say nay. <clears throat> what say you? I say yay. What? Why do you say nay? What do you mean? Give me your like. You a know reason. who Jar Jar Binks is, right? No. Literally the most obnoxious character. Right, but I only say he's he's the most obnoxious character. But why do you say nay? Like, what is your reasoning other than he's obnoxious? I guess I don't have one. That's like disliking a dog because you dislike it. What kind of lunatic dis- dislikes their own dog? Well, you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you go, well. It's like you have, I don't know, you can dislike your children and be like, man, I hate that kid. <laughs> Wish I never had him. <laughs> That's not right, though. <laughs> but you can. Think of Jar Jar Binks being as your kid. Be like, man, where did I go wrong? <laughs> Yikes. Um, Why do you like Jar Jar Binks? I don't like him. Oh. I just give him a yay because of the creative decision behind him. They wanted a character that would like give the show or give the movie some umph. They failed at it, but mm. the heart was there. Yeah. And Did that's he? the only reason. Other than that, he sucks. I don't remember if it's Jar Jar Binks voice actor or not, but I I think I read somewhere that like that voice actor's career was totally ruined after that. No, it was um who was that? Anakin as a kid. Everyone hated him. It was Anakin? Yeah. I when don't he, when he was that. a kid. Oh. But when when the character grew up, they liked him, but they disliked the the child actor. Hmm. Interesting. And so now that guy doesn't act anymore. Alright. Well, yeah. there you go. Jar Jar Binks. Yay or nay? Um, okay. So one thing, a press, not necessarily a pressing matter, but a matter that's coming up soon. The Formula One season is starting here in March. Mm-hmm. March um, 15th. Yeah, so we're thinking about motorsports. Um, <clears throat> a recent video stumbled into conversation Hayden actually told me about it I hadn't seen it it was by Donut Media talking about Volkswagen's effect on Formula One but not necessarily Formula One either just Formula One in general yeah I mean not not Formula <laughs> One in general like motorsports actually the entire world of automobiles in general yeah yeah um, so in 2011 I believe was I think it was 12. 2012. What year is Mason's car? 13. Oh, yeah. Okay, so 2012. Um, Volkswagen re- released a bunch of vehicles, a lot of them diesel. All, not all of them diesel, yeah. but... And no, they were... I mean, they released a lot of vehicles, not all of them diesel, but the subject matter was with the diesel vehicles. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get at, but I don't know how to speak. Um, it was called Dieselgate. Yeah. So what happened was, uh, during emissions tests of Volkswagen's computer would trick a Volkswagen's computer would recognize that it's being tested and then regulate its emissions during the test and then it would go back to its normal emissions once the test was over producing more power and things like that but being a lot more unhealthy for the environment mm-hmm. um, it's so, a very sleazy thing to do yeah so there was a ton of um, recalls is that what it's called? they recalled all of them I forgot the word I was going to yeah. say recoils 
I was like, <laughs> no. that doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, they recalled all these Volkswagens, hundreds of thousands of Volkswagen TDIs because of Dieselgate. Yeah, it was a, like a multi-billion dollar uh, investment and loss. And it definitely damage. damaged Volkswagen's uh, reputation. Yeah. So now, in 2020, they're trying to make it up. And basically, their plan is that by 2025, right, mm-hmm. they plan to have no production combustion engine cars. So that means they're only going to have electric vehicles. Yep. Which is crazy to think about. That's only five years from now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, most cars, now you don't think about it, but uh, Volkswagen is actually a parent company. Mm-hmm. So nobody owns Volkswagen, but Volkswagen owns Tons of companies, mm-hmm. uh, car manufacturers. Porsche being one of them. Lamborghini. Lamborghini um, being is another. Is it Bentley or Rolls Royce? Bentley, one of those. I think. Audi, of course. So these super expensive companies. Um, that a lot of them, especially in the manufacturers' leagues, are race cars. So the question at hand is: is when Volkswagen starts to produce only electronic vehicles, is it going to limit? the uh, amount of cars or gasoline cars, diesel cars, whatever is available at the time, is it going to limit those being found in motorsports? Who knows? What does that have to do with Formula One? Formula One, all those cars are their own engines. Um, there's four There's four engines. There's a Ferrari, a Mercedes, a Renault, and a Honda. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only four engines in Formula One. There's 12 teams right 12 teams 10 teams there's 10 is it 10 teams I don't know it doesn't matter anyways so there's only four engines none of them owned by Volkswagen but they're all competitors to Volkswagen mm-hmm. so when Volkswagen starts doing their electric vehicles are these big companies like Mercedes and Ferrari going to start doing electric only vehicles like Volkswagen yeah it's definitely a compelling thought. Have you heard of Formula E? Yeah. It's uh it's really interesting. I mean, what do you think about electric cars? I like electric cars um <clears throat> mainly because of their appeal. Yeah. Honestly, it sounds bad, but I prefer gasoline and diesel-powered cars over electric. Just because of the experience, I yeah. feel like it's a it's it's a completely different driving experience, um, and I feel like, in fact, I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. So I don't think Volkswagen or any of these companies will stop producing these cars, especially if the motorsports world, the racing world, is so huge. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in the United States. But it's, it's definitely a big deal in Europe and yeah, stuff. It's so huge. I doubt they'll stop production completely of race cars, at least race yeah. engines. And my thing is, I'm totally cool with having electric cars as like everybody's, you know, the street cars. But leave motorsports in its place. There's there's something about hearing a thousand horsepower engine car yep. race down the the uh, racetrack. It's really really cool. And taking that away, just hearing the whir and the, the tires, yeah, it, it might kind of hurt the the uh, experience of going to a race. 
yeah. I feel like at that point, the only option they'd have to keep the experience the same or even similar is do what the BMW i8 did, mm-hmm. which was do a fake engine noise. Yeah. Which is just that. It's a fake engine noise. It's not it's, as good. Yeah, it's kind of stupid because, you know, those... those uh. Formula One cars are loud. I've never oh, actually yeah. seen one in person, but the twin turbo V6. Oh, they're so loud. And um, but they're not going to replicate that. But maybe they can make it better. Maybe to the point where they're not just like ear piercing. Yeah. But also that also takes away from the experience. So. They used to be V10s. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, the thing. So by 2020 or 2025 or. Up coming soon, I think it's 2025. Volkswagen wants to do the all yeah, electric. 2025. <clears throat> you have these big drivers, like Max Verstappen, in Formula One. He drives for Red Bull, which is a Honda engine. Mm-hmm. Um, he's signed until 2023. Then you have Esteban Ocon for Renault, and he's signed until 2022. And then Charles Leclerc for Ferrari, and he's going until 2023 as well. So I think these drivers that have contracts to stay in the race with these cars and engines, that kind of gives me a hint that at least for another decade, they're going to try and keep it the way it is now. Yeah, I think so too. We'll see. I hope it doesn't change because I've only recently gotten into it, but Formula One racing is one of the coolest sports I've ever seen. It's very cool. Crazy. Best drivers literally in the world, alive right now. I mean, there's only 20 drivers allowed. You have to have your uh, your super license, and um, there's hundreds of people, probably thousands of people that have that license, mm-hmm. but only the best of the absolute best are allowed to race in this mm-hmm. league. It's crazy. Those people really do have a sixth sense of driving. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, well, that's the the news subject I wanted to talk about, the news subject. So I wanted to move on to this next section, uh, this question that I kind of came up with earlier today. Um, if your number one skill could save someone's life... The music's <laughs> louder than normal. Why is this so loud? I don't know. Is that better? Yeah. All right, we're just going to keep it running. All right. Uh, if your number one skill could save someone's life, what situation would they be in where they need your help? Huh. That's a really good question. Thank you. Sounds like an Ask Reddit question to me. Who it's not. Say? That's really? literally my mind. <laughs> okay, then. So, so we'll say you. I already right. did that. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> well, I say Jonah. Um, I think I'm good at dissolving bombs in a figurative sense. Like, if someone's mad, I'm pretty good at talking them down. I was going to say, I was like, I didn't know you had that skill. <laughs> That's yeah. a great skill. It is a pretty cool skill. Um, and it's so pertinent to this subject. <laughs> I know, it's perfect. I'll just like, dissolve the bomb. Or, yeah, it's... Uh, okay, so, good, sorry. figurative sense. I, okay, it's really simple, actually. Someone's mad at this person. You're like, yo, I'm going to kill you because I'm mad. And I'm like, hold up, mister. And then I use my skill. And I save said person's life from this angry man. Okay, okay. P- 
pretty simple and straightforward, but there you go. That is very straightforward. So if you ever get in a sitch with an angry person, hit me up. All right. You heard it here, folks. Hayden's angry person service. He'll <laughs> make them less angry. $100 an hour. For a quarter hour. Because it For doesn't a take quarter hour. to... Dang, that's $400 an hour, dude. <laughs> You're an expensive guy. Yeah. That's a luxury service. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, what's yours? So, I came up with two situations. Um, so, I've been told that one of my skills is being funny, uh, making people laugh or, like, being creative. So, I think a situation that a person would find themselves in where they need my help is... Say they're in a coma, hmm. and I gotta tell them jokes okay. to make them laugh. So they're asleep, and I'm like, "Wake up!" And then they wake up, or they're asleep, and I tickle them, and then they were like, <laughs> and then they wake up because who likes being tickled? If you like being tickled, you're a sociopath. Um, yeah, so obviously they're gonna react to being tickled, or or say, what's the situation they would find themselves in? They're like tied down. Okay. I don't like where this is going. They're tied to a chair that's oh, like okay. full of bombs. Ooh. And like if they move wrong, they die. So you're going to tickle them and make them set off the bombs? <laughs> <laughs> that would not save their life. <laughs> but if I can get them to laugh, because, okay, so if they move, the bombs explode in, okay. f- in 10 seconds. Okay. okay let's, let's go that route. Okay. But if they laugh, then they get to live so then they're sitting there and I'm gonna walk up to them and then I'll be like hey can I pick your nose and they're like huh I'm like well you know what they say you can't pick your friend's nose and they'll be like huh and I'll pick their nose for them and then I'll be like, I don't know what in the world just happened. I'm like, oh, it wasn't funny to you? And then next thing you know, we're splattered over the walls. Because <laughs> we're all dead. Oh, so. man. That sounds like a really morbid game show idea. <laughs> <laughs> laugh or die. <laughs> laugh or get splattered over the walls. I don't think someone would be able to laugh when they're in that tense of a situation. Right. So that's where you tell them something political. Something like, hey, did you hear about that? That one guy doing that one thing? I... <laughs> Come on! I don't know. I think my other skill is cleaning windows. So here's a situation I came up with. Um, this person is put in a situation where they have to put on the best makeup they've ever put on. Okay. Or they get thrown into a pit of bees that taste fear. That taste fear. They, ta- they have a longing... For fear, okay. And I like where this you don't want to know what some fear-hungered bees will do to a man. Oh, if Ooh-hoo. you're if you're fearful, uh, you I'm, think you know bees? <laughs> wait till they scare you. They're boobies. I've been in that situation before, and man, let me tell you, worst ten seconds of my life. Boobies? No, the fearful bees. Because <laughs> <laughs> boo bees. Anyways, um, <laughs> what? Fear bees? Like boo. Bees. Boobies. Oh. <laughs> oh, I get it. I had to say it like a million times. Yeah, no, you had to space it apart because. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So, if they can't put on the perfect makeup, <laughs> they get thrown into a pit of like fear mongering bees. 
but I can help them by making sure that glass is really clean so they can see the reflection. And put on good makeup. Put on good makeup. Hmm. Interesting. It's also applicable if CoverGirl wants to call me because let me tell you, I make it look easy, breezy, beautiful, but it's not easy, breezy, just beautiful. It's <laughs> 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 really excited about so many things. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that about people. <laughs> like, uh, they're not easy breezy, but they're beautiful. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. <laughs> what? That's a real song. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. Sounds like our theme song. What? I don't know. He ain't heavy. I feel like if we had a theme song, it would be He Ain't Heavy, It's Our Brother. <laughs> That's, no, he's not heavy. That's our brother. <laughs> sounds you like a goofer. Sounds like a bad sitcom. <laughs> and they're like, "Hey guys," I'm like, "Oh, heavy," because that's his name. Everybody but laughs. They're like, "Ha ha ha!" Laugh track. And they're like, I think our- "I'm sorry. Did I come in at a bad time?" And everyone goes, "Ho ho ho ho!" <laughs> I think our entire lives are just one big sitcom. My life is a sitcom. Do you think it's good? A good sitcom? Uh, Ours is like crossover episodes. You're experiencing the crossover episode right now. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a good sitcom. No. Because people see me fumble through life like I'm trying to make it. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, people might look at me and be like, oh, that guy, that's a funny dude, right? But what I see is me fumbling through life trying to stay alive. And people are like, oh, he's so funny. I'm like, I'm struggling a lot. That's what I see, too. In me? Mm-hmm. I feel your pain, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. We're in this fight together. See why these crossover episodes are so illustrious. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think it's pretty much the same way for me. Would I, you watch your own sitcom? Oh, no. I couldn't handle it. Hmm. I think I may watch bits and pieces of it. Maybe where I performed well. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, who wouldn't watch that? <laughs> Um, but the bad parts, I, I think my skin would turn out on itself. But would you watch a sitcom that's about your life to a T, different person, different name? Maybe. Hmm. I would watch your sitcom. I would watch your sitcom. Thanks, man. Because you'd just be like, hey, you want a key? And they'd be like, nah. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay. All right. Thank you. I don't know why he called me. <laughs> and then he would leave. And I'd be like, oh, ho, ho, Hayden. <laughs> you get to watch me sleep for half of the day. I would learn your ways. What makes you such a powerful being during My the day? My sleeping patterns. Yeah. Are you nocturnal? Yeah, pretty much. What if you're like, what's that word? Uh, where you're neither. You're vegetarian? Oh. Yeah. Are you vegetarian? <laughs> no. I'm vegetarian. I'm sorry. So you don't eat meat? No, I don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Just always awake. Uh, what is focused. it? Yeah, what is it called when you don't sleep at all? Biternal. No. Yeah, there's. I'm think it is. Biternal. Hey two, Siri. Two turnals. What's it called when you don't sleep at day <laughs> or night? I think it's called insomnia. What is eternal? I am eternal. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a terrible thing to do to someone. <laughs> eternal. <laughs> no, eternal. Just a. <laughs> I'm okay. gonna give you eternal. <laughs> I thought you said a nocturnal. No, <laughs> eternal. 
What did you think I said? Eternal. Like, I'm eternal. <laughs> I'm forever. I guess that could be what it's called when you don't sleep. But you're not like, nocturnal, you're not... I'm gonna give you eternal. Come here, Johnny. <laughs> Come here, boy. You've been acting up in school again, eating them crayons. You're gonna get yourself eternal. We'll leave it up to the listeners to determine what eternal is. I didn't eat the crayons. Show me your tongue. He's like, why is it pink? <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the eternal machine. <laughs> Sit down. It's just uh, like a bench that like bends him over and pulls his hands out. And his hands go right into a toaster. <laughs> no, he's like, his hand, wow! That's turtle for you. His hands go in a toaster and your feet go in a bin of dry ice. So it's two extremes on opposite ends of your body. <laughs> While your dad plays a game of Django on your back. <laughs> Sounds like a decathlon. <laughs> Sounds like some weird medieval punishment. A turn. <laughs> Copyright claim, the mashed potatoes, 2020. Eternal. Eternal. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, doing something bad at work, and uh-huh. your boss is like, get over here. In yeah. this case, it'd be your dad. So <laughs> your dad oh. would give you eternal. He's like, come here, Aiden. <laughs> stretches, you, <laughs> stretches you out like an ironing board. <laughs> eternal? <laughs> Anything but Eternal. <laughs> hands right in the toaster alright so so far in this episode we have made a a torture method <laughs> and even branded it branded 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 we branded brand branded it branded it we brandishired it so don't touch it no touchy no touchy turnal no touchy turnal <laughs> you got two types of turtles you got a turtle and you got a no touchy turtle <laughs> The no-touch turtle is much more painful. <laughs> How so? It's like you just stand next to one of those arcs. Uh, oh, what are those things called? Uh, what's you know those things that are huge and they have electricity going through them and they go and they like a zap. Tesla. Yeah, a Tesla coil. Yeah, it's a no-touch eternal. You stand next to one of those. And you're supposed to hold a metal fork. It's like you have reached. The no touch eternal zone, and you just stand there. You're like, I didn't mean to eat that eraser. <laughs> you just, you're just toast. It's your final eternal. <laughs> it's, it's your eternal eternal. <laughs> or we could create a nocturnal. Or <laughs> you, you knock them out first. <laughs> A round run. <laughs> give him a round Ronnie to invoke a nocturnal and then give him a turn. <laughs> a nocturnal is where you crouch down, you paint your head like a baseball, and you have a six year old hit you like a T ball. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Once that happens, <laughs> once you're knocked out, you're given a turtle. Where your dad plays jingle <laughs> on your back while your fingers are in a toaster and your feet in dry ice. Oh dear. And then when you wake terrible. up, you get your eternal. <laughs> your final eternal. What was that called? A touch eternal. <laughs> a no touch eternal. 
<laughs> a hands-free eternal. <laughs> it's eternal that you can do to someone, but it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't technically count as manslaughter because you're not touching them. <laughs> oh. Uh, people get shirts that says I survived the no, <laughs> no touchy turtle. <laughs> their feet are all red and their hands are red. <laughs> it's like hashtag 2016 I survived the no touchy turtle. <laughs> I'm here for E Turtle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many my hands are wet with tears. <laughs> what was the point of this question? <laughs> I completely forgot. I remember what was going on. Oh, oh man. I survived <laughs> It's upside down. Like an eighty-year-old grandma, <laughs> her hair is black, <laughs> like burnt. <sighs> I can see the shirt now. It's in Comic Sans. <laughs> I survived the Touch Eternal. <laughs> Wait, no, it's the No Touch Eternal. The No Touch Eternal. That's right. I What's sur- a Touch Eternal? <laughs> touch Eternal sounds, sounds like a felony. <laughs> <laughs> what are you in for? <laughs> I gave somebody a Touch Eternal. <laughs> <laughs> What's your punishment? Oh, oh don't touch the turtle. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's an equal punishment, man. You give somebody a touchy turtle, you get a no touch turtle. Oh my gosh. And if you survive in prison, you get a shirt and you're sent home. <laughs> I did eight years. Prove it. I survived the touch turtle. <laughs> 2016 to 2018. <laughs> Holy smokes. That was definitely a high point. <laughs> Maybe not for you guys. But that I'm was... sorry if you just listened to us tackle for <laughs> 10 minutes about a turtle. <laughs> I survived a turtle. Oh my goodness. What were like, we even There's talk- like pictures at amusement parks like where you have to like buy the picture. And you're not allowed to look at them. Yeah. You know, after a roller coaster, uh-huh. there's pictures of you being like tortured. <laughs> you have your hands on a toaster. But it also shows the people that didn't survive the no touch turn. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> what oh, were we talking holy about? Holy smokes. Our number one skills. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's safe to say <coughs> we're both retarded. Oh, definitely. That was so funny. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Moving on. We're going to have a little debate here about cats versus dogs. Um, It might be a long episode, so buckle in. Yeah, we just noticed we're super far in, but yeah. Okay. Sit tight. Grab some popcorn, because we're about to talk about... uh, We're going to have Hayden's hot topic right now. Cats versus dogs. The arena. Oh yeah, things are about to get crazy. So just just to, let's get this started by asking Jonah, cats okay. or dogs? Which one? Dogs. Okay. Definitely dogs. I agree. I like dogs too. 
Mm -hmm. Dogs are, uh, there are some great cats out there, but in there general, are. I know some. Yeah. In general, I prefer a good dog. I do too. So, so how's this going to work? Are we like having an actual argument or? Well, I don't know. It's kind of difficult to argue about something we both agree on. <laughs> 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 Let's pre- <laughs> I like dogs. <laughs> no, I do. Who likes it's just an argument more. of who likes dogs more. Yeah. That's like when you're six and you argue with over who likes dad more. <laughs> you're like, I like dad more. And your dad's like, I hate <coughs> both of you. <laughs> oh, Please man. let me watch golf. <laughs> it's Saturday. It's really hard to follow up after that turnal bit we just had. <laughs> I'm still recovering. <laughs> that turnal seizure. <laughs> okay. Cats versus dogs. Dogs. Let's uh <laughs> Okay, we get it. Let's uh let's lay out situations <clears throat> though. Okay. Which one would you rather spend an afternoon with? Dog. <laughs> okay. Which one would you rather file your taxes? Dog. Why? He loves me unconditionally. He's not going to try to hurt me. Hmm. A cat's going to be like, "Well, you were skimpy on the friskies, so <laughs> Somebody's getting an audit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, who would you rather have be a hitman for you? Dog. Not a cat? Why not? Because dogs are like loyal to their masters. So I'd be like, yo, I need you to kill this guy. Yeah. And he'd be like, you got it. And then we're going to go play fetch. Well, you see, I think cats make a better hitman because they're quiet. They're quiet. They're stealthy. You just give them a couple, uh, couple, a little bit of catnip. They're like, all right, <laughs> a little bit of catnip. <laughs> give them that snip, snip. Yeah, and don't shoot. And you know, cats ain't gonna say anything. Well, they're, yeah. they're, they're neither are dogs. Well, you know, that's, that's, that's fair. They don't talk. Yeah, I think a dog would feel guilty, but a cat <clears throat> would have no problem, right, killing someone. Uh, I, 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 it's probably true. Yeah. So we'll give cats that. Cat would be a better hitman? Yeah. Huh. I... I don't know. They might rat you out. Just because they don't like you. That's true. <laughs> like, hey, I need you to kill the president. He'd be like, all right, yeah, you got it. He'd be like, hey, Mr. President. I was sent here to kill you. <laughs> give me catnip. You got some catnip? Give me some catnip, I'll let you live. <laughs> Donald Trump's like, I don't have any. He's like, well, it's a sad day. <laughs> just okay. Um, so we have assassinated Mr. Trump <clears throat> now. No, we didn't. Our cat hitman did, and he did a darn good job of it too. Hit cat. Hit cat. <laughs> that sounds like a command. Yeah. Hey, hit cat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's think of situations where cats are better, because we we gotta we gotta be open-minded about this. Cats do clean themselves. Dogs do too. Not really. <laughs> yeah, but it only makes them worse. Hmm. Cats get better when they clean themselves. <laughs> cats get better when they clean themselves. As with people, we get better when we wash ourselves. <laughs> oh man, you can only go up. Um. Where would a cat be better? Hunting? No, not even hunting. Okay. The Let's cat... Dog would win. Hunting, yeah, it would. Unless you're looking for birds, then a cat would win. 
Hardcore. Like dog would still win. To hunt birds? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, but why does a cat have a tendency towards birds? Because they're easy for cats. Maybe domestic it? cats, but think about a normal cat, like a big cat. They don't hunt birds. Do you think there's a tiger sitting outside a hole waiting for a woodpecker to pop out? <laughs> ha! Gotcha! If that's all he's eating, then we're doing something wrong. I'm trying to eat everything, and I'm still not as muscular as he is. <laughs> yeah. You got freaking gorillas out here that are shredded as all get out, and all they eat is berries? It, it's not fair, man. <laughs> it's not fair at all. <laughs> <laughs> All they eat is vegetables. Let's go on the gorilla diet. They're they're ginormous. Actually, have you seen that uh that uh documentary coming about out about how people like bodybuilders and stuff have started only eating vegetables Mm-mm. and they see uh like crazy gains supposedly. They got flipping Arnold Schwarzenegger to be in it. <clears throat> I don't believe that though. I don't know. I don't believe it either. I guess we need to watch it and find Anyways, out. Anyways, cats... Um, cats are cool. Dogs are better. Cats are chill. I mean, they might be more calm. You know what a cat's better for? A lazy afternoon where you're going to be sitting in a chair watching your favorite TV show. You have a little cat in your lap? Yeah. You're you can like, only have a dog in your lap for so long. Yeah, it gets old. I mean, I could. I would love to have a dog in my lap like all day. But yeah. a dog can physically only... like contain himself for so long yeah then they hear a noise and they're like what the heck was that mm-hmm. it was coming in my house and then it's just like the tv turning off yeah or something have you ever been around a cat that acts like a dog no they're pretty phenomenal have you yeah huh i mean i mean it's not like like a like just like a dog but this cat in particular responds to its name and it'll like come and greet you at the door it's Whose cat is this? My aunt and uncle. That's a great cat. It is a great cat. I want to meet that cat. He's really... He lets you pick him up and toss him around if you want. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, if you want. If you don't want, that's okay, too. Actually, the people uh, I house it for, they have a really chill cat, too. Oh, really? Um, I think I've met that cat. Yeah. Well, I kind of hate this cat, too, so I'll pick him up and toss him across the room onto a couch or something, and he just comes back. He's like, I. He's like, cool, man. That was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, there are some really good cats out there, huh? Um, what can you think of any quality redeeming qualities that make a cat better than a dog, though? Mm. Cats are generally like just well, no. Wide, widely speaking, cats are prettier. Easier on the eyes. Like, in general, cats usually look better than most dogs. Because there are some really butt-ugly dogs out there. I won't lie to you. I disagree with that. Okay. As a whole, dogs are so much more pretty. Hmm. There's like two or three ugly species of dogs. There's like two species of ugly cats, so... Granted, there's only like two species of cat. <laughs> cat so, and cat. Yeah. Cat and stray. <laughs> cat and not cat. There's the only two species. Small cat, big cat. Yeah. I think it's just cat and not cat. <laughs> People are like, what's that? Is that a cat? Yep. Is that a cat? Nope. That's what it. is it? It's not a cat. <laughs> not a cat. Everything in the world is either a potato or not a potato. That's true. That's a true statement. 
I think we all just live in potato simulations. Like potatoes collectively. <laughs> we we just... live in a potato simulation. Mm. Not a potatoes simulation. A potato simulation. Oh. We don't live in like a potato simulation where everything is just like <laughs> everything's actually potatoes but we see it differently. Could be. It's like this microphone's just one big baked potato. Are we potatoes? <laughs> Shoot, dude, I definitely think so. <laughs> I feel like a potato most of my time. Yeah, what kind of spud? What? What kind of spud? What kind of spud? <laughs> what do you mean? There's different kinds. You think it's just potato and not potato? <laughs> I mean... I'm... You know those tiny little red potatoes? Oh, yeah. I'm a red potato. You're a red potato. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm small and flavorful. <laughs> <laughs> You're not small. You're just flavorful. I have a small character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm small and flavorful. That's so funny. You're a brown potato. Man, what the heck? It's so you're, bland. You're big and bland. <laughs> you still taste pretty good, though. <laughs> That's so funny. You're widely applicable. You still taste pretty good, though. You so can... you're saying you're not widely applicable, <laughs> and you're just small and taste good? And I'm red. <laughs> and you're red. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Glad. Uh, back I, to the dog wait, thing. Oh yeah, we were talking about dogs versus cats. Um, I got some qualities that I think make dogs better. Um, okay. First, I like them more, so that makes them better. Okay. Um, dogs are more intelligent. They do that thing where they rest your chin or their their chin on your bed, like. Oh yeah. You know that's like adorable. You. How do you not love that? Cats only want you for yarn. Mm. Um, I can't walk a kitten to the park. But a dog, I can, while also picking up ladies. Yeah, dogs. Because dogs are a great conversation starter. Everyone loves dogs. Even if you hate dogs, part of you loves dogs. Especially if you have a good-looking dog. Yeah. They're like, oh, I like cats, but man, that's a sharp-looking dog. Mm -hmm. And rumor has it, dogs invented the first cell phone, while cats invented racism. So (laughs) there you go, folks. Dogs versus cats. Dogs are better. This debate can now be laid to rest. Laid to rest. What's next on the agenda, dear buddy? Jail buddies. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. uh, So here's the premise. I thought of this uh, yesterday. We're recording this on a Thursday, so that was a Wednesday. A Wednesday. A Wednesday. Um, The question is, you go to prison. I do go to prison. Yeah. You have two celebrities in prison to be your friend. Mm-hmm. You get to pick who they are. All right. Who do you pick, and why do you pick both of those? Um, <clears throat> me first? Yeah, you first. Okay. I have two celebrities, and they're perfect for prison situations. My first, Morgan Freeman. I thought about him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, he does have a prison vibe to him because of that movie. Shocking. But Redemption. also, yeah. But also, think of how cool it would be for him to narrate your life. It's like, you know, I can't do his voice. Can you? Morgan Freeman. Yeah. That man can make the telephone book sound interesting. <laughs> four, one, seven, eight, nine, four. <laughs> okay, translate this for me into Sweet Morgan Freeman. Sweet and he walked into the prison room lonesomely. And he walked into the prison room lonesomely. <laughs> like, just, would that be so cool having Morgan Freeman walking behind you? So are you telling you? me 
the only reason you're taking Morgan Freeman is so he can walk behind you and just say what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Shanked, he bled to death. <laughs> Hayden is taking a shower. Showering, he shivers. <laughs> you're just like, <sighs> you can't tell me that's not awesome. That'd be a little. That's pretty awesome. Okay, I, second person, Terry Crews, the most powerful man on the earth. Hmm. He's, he's kind of like a father figure to me. So when I get sad, he'd be like, "Hey man, hey man, it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right." Power! Pops always picks. Yeah, yeah, and he could also beat up thugs that want to get at me. And Morgan Freeman will be narrating the fight. <laughs> Terry Crews will be beating up like three people that wanted to shank me, and Morgan Freeman's uh, <laughs> just, just chilling on the sideline. <laughs> It'd be pretty epic. I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. All right, what you got? So my first one is. None other than Iron Mike Tyson. <laughs> okay. Because... Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Anyways, it's Mike Tyson because... So we both chose big people <laughs> to go into prison. Yeah, one of my other one's not a big guy. Okay. So, Mike Tyson. Not even arguably, probably is the best boxer to ever live. Yeah. Um... And I, it probably is arguable because, like, Floyd Mayweather is a, a featherweight and he's, like, faster and actually has technique. Mike Tyson didn't have technique. I'm not going to get into the whole boxing debacle. And he debacle. bit somebody's ear. Yeah. But that's okay. He deserved it. It's fine. Um, what was I saying? Yeah. I so broke my back. I broke my back, guys. <laughs> I choose him because of his voice. Yeah. It's so soft. And, like, he's such a quiet dude. Yeah. And he has a lisp. He's older. But also, if any guy messes with me, Mike Tyson is the kind of guy I feel like if you treat him wrong, he'll snap mm. and just end your life. You like you want to treat me that way? Uh-huh. <laughs> really, guys? And just <laughs> and you just die. Let's get our let's get our big men to hash it out in the prison grounds. I don't think Terry Mike, I don't think Terry Crews wants to fight Mike Tyson. <laughs> Have Maybe you seen what Mike Tyson can do? Yeah, I'm pretty scared of Mike. But I don't know. Maybe if Morgan got into. <laughs> okay, let's be honest here for a second. What advantage is Morgan Freeman going to give Terry Crews to where he can beat Mike Tyson? <laughs> Do you think he's just going to watch? And Terry Crews is just going to be like, this is really inspirational for me. Thank you. <laughs> Plus 10 power, Morgan Freeman is watching. <laughs> okay, moving on. So what's your other guy, one? Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. <laughs> so we kind of went for the same thing here. Ish. Yeah, yeah kind of. Because Jerry Seinfeld would be like, Solitary confinement! Where's the solitary? Ah! And then you'd be like, this is great. And he would just, like, narrate everything, and nobody wants to punch Jerry Seinfeld. No. No, you look at him, and you're, you just think B-movie. You just think Boxkite. Like, all you think is good things. Honey. Uh, you think of flowers. You think of all of... Everything Jerry Seinfeld has ever done. Right on. You know what? My clan and your clan should make an alliance. Think of how powerful we'd be. Yeah. We have the narrator, the funny guy, the boxer, and the guy that could be all of our dad. And then us. 
Yeah, and then us. Us fools. We're just <laughs> two regular Joes just hanging out with Mike Tyson, Terry Crews, Morgan Freeman, and Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> what are you in for? <laughs> we all gave people turtles. <laughs> I don't want to see Morgan Freeman give somebody a turtle. Oh, that'd be terrifying. He'd be like, come here. Morgan Freeman gef- definitely gave someone a touchy turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> Uh, I would take a Barack Obama. He'd be like, uh, listen here, uh, <laughs> the American government uh, doesn't want anything to do with uh, turtles. Uh, the president has a uh, first, second, uh, and a third lady. And that should be okay. And then they're going to indict him because he had like four wives. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. But yeah, Mike Tyson and Jerry Seinfeld. I couldn't imagine, like... Sitting in my bunk in my jail cell, counting cards. Mike Tyson's doing pull-ups. You're counting cards? Yeah, I'm just counting cards. How many cards? Do you not know how many cards are in a deck? Hopefully 52. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm just counting the cards to make sure they're all there. make sure it's 52. <clears throat> you Anyways, I'm counting the cards in my bed. Okay. <clears throat> Mike Tyson's doing his pull-ups and Jerry Seinfeld's just walking around mumbling to himself like a sociopath. If you walk by, you're scared. See some dude, 6'4", semi-scrawny, laying on the bed counting cards. See Jerry Seinfeld going, <laughs> pacing around. And then freaking Iron Mike Tyson doing pull-ups in the corner. I wouldn't even want to feed that cell. You just, all right, let's describe the three sound effects of that shell. Counting cards. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. If I was a guard, I'd be like, well, they can have what they want. Yeah. I would definitely smuggle them a shiv. <laughs> Please, All right, guys. Just get out of here. I can't deal with these sounds anymore. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Bees, bees. Ugh. <sighs> Well, that was. A I good think Morgan Freeman would die. <laughs> yeah, he's so old. then it just me, me being. What's up, Terry? You know we've been in this cell for two years together. I know. It's cool. We're just hanging. Hey, what's up, Terry? <laughs> How are you? Hey, come on. We just did this. <laughs> Terry, <laughs> he like punches his stomach a little bit, and he's like. Please never do that again. Oh, man. Like, oh, Terry, always with your antics. And all along, it was just because I missed Morgan. You see another black guy and you treat him as Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Morgan! (laughs) You wake up in a cold sweat, like, reaching for Terry Crews' bunk bed. And you're like... Morgan, <laughs> like, get off me, man! <laughs> like, sorry, I was dreaming again. Just need to hear his voice. <laughs> they show Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption out of prison <laughs> with a Lego movie. It's Vitruvius. <laughs> oh gosh, it's Morgan! <laughs> I can imagine you being like cradled by Terry Crews and he's shaking you a little bit <laughs> your head's on his bare chest <laughs> I'm on his right peck and he has that one flexed really hard so it's like a pillow 
Oh, you know, it should be soft, so that it's like a pillow. And the other one's flexed hard, so... To keep your head over there? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a brace. <laughs> Terry Crews is such, like... He's like a Swiss Army knife. He is. He's he's very utilitarian. <laughs> Man, I want Terry Crews in my cell. You don't get we him. We can trade. I already claimed him. Oh. There's only one Terry Crews. Yo, Cruz. you trade me Jerry and uh, Mike for Terry. <laughs> So I give you Mike and Terry for one Jerry? <laughs> Wait, Wait, no. <laughs> I give you Mike and Jerry for one Mike Terry. Mike and Jerry for one Terry sounds like another American sitcom. <laughs> this week on Mike and Jerry for one Terry. Dude, we should cast those three guys. I think so, too. Hit them up on Instagram. Make a group <laughs> chat you with imagine Freeman. Jerry Seinfeld hanging out with Mike Tyson and Terry Crews. <laughs> And they're all living in a flat in New York, and they're all just hanging out. And us, too. Trying to get by. We're going to be there, too. Oh, yeah. Watching it all go down. Just watching. <laughs> We're not in the show. We'll be sitting on the futon. Just watching. Watching these guys argue watching, about life. Watching Mike and Terry make eggs in the morning. Be like, yo, Mike, give me some of those eggs. You don't want none of these eggs. <laughs> these are my eggs. <laughs> Jeez. Well, <clears throat> since we're in jail, we might as well ask the question. If you could, or no, can you solve a murder? And why or why not? Depending on your answer. All right, you go first this time. <clears throat> yes, I could solve a murder. Okay. I feel like pretty, not easily, because no murder is easy. Not but in general, some are. Some, some are, are super easy, easy to solve, yeah. but some are like really hard to solve. Uh, I have a lot of attention to detail, and I've always been like, oh, if, if a sh- something shady's happening, I remember details just in case I need to remember that that happened. So, like, if I see some shady situation with a car and somebody involved, what do I remember? I remember the, uh... The license plate number, or what the person driving that car looked like. All these things. So I feel like I could apply that and just switch around and look for those things if I was trying to solve a murder. Yeah. Also, I watch a ton of Criminal Minds and shows like that, so... You tell me, can I solve a murder? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like he can't. (laughs) Well, I watch Criminal Minds, too, and I'm going to say no, I cannot solve a murder. You can't put yourself... I think I could halfway solve a murder. Let me explain. How do you know when you're halfway, though? <laughs> it's like, like, okay, I'm really on to this, but I think I'm going to give up here. This feels about halfway. <laughs> Can you, you have, like, just... <laughs> you have half the digits of the address where the murderer lives. Like, hmm. <laughs> you just, like, nope. You just put it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let there me explain. a lot of people <laughs> whose lives would have been in yeah. If you were just It'd be like such a roller coaster, be like, okay, we're this close, but that's it. <laughs> that's it. Drop Give it. Me we're half cutting, my money. We're cutting funding now. <laughs> okay, let me explain. So, <laughs> so first of all, I'm very, I am good about noticing small things. I am very observant, so I think I could get pretty far. But as soon as I saw the murder victim. I would lose it. I'd probably th- start throwing up. Like if they were stabbed or something, I'd be like, oh, 
have to go seclude myself for like three days to get over it because I'm super squeamish about really? stuff like that. So that makes sense. That's a good reasoning. Yeah. But if you weren't squeamish, would you be able to solve a murder? Um. Nah, probably not. Still. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'd get frustrated. Like, you could kill someone. Oh, Out of your frustration, get hired to solve, you can your, solve own your own murder. murder. Yeah, Ooh. that's a movie right that's there. That's definitely a movie. What if you have like, uh, what's the word, amnesia, and you forget that you did it, and then like, oh, you work through this shoot. whole case, and then you find out that you were the one that killed them. Copyright claim: twenty twenty mashed potatoes infinity. There you go, folks. <laughs> that's a good idea. That is a pretty good idea. It could be a whole Actually, show. Oh man, I had the craziest <clears throat> dream last night. Dude's hair. Do tear? <laughs> do tear? <laughs> say do share, but I was gonna say do tell. So I said do tear. <laughs> Sounds French. Do tarer. Uh, I don't know if I should say it because it probably wouldn't be interesting. I don't it, think any of this podcast about has been interesting. <laughs> we laughed about turtles for like twenty minutes. Um, it was, it was a movie. It was like a movie I felt like I had seen before. And basically, the premise of it was is that there was this boy, and he was living in a, uh, in like a foster home, and he had a room upstairs. Mm-hmm. And the movie starts, like uh, like two people in suits walk up to the room, and they're like, "Oh, he's gone again," and it, and they're like, "Oh, wada 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 wada." Chowder. <laughs> yeah, so it's like uh, schnitzel. Yeah. It's like rather, rather, rather. And then it transfers to an alternate dimension where this boy is laying in his bed. There's two beds in this room. He's laying in his bed, and there's another boy right beside him in this bed. And it cuts back to the other dimension, and the FBI agents are like, whoa, there's dents in this bed. How is this happening? Like, oh. But, and then it flips back to the other dimension, and they're just talking. These two kids nothing's explained yet and then this younger Native American kid with super long black hair kind of like a traditional round American Native Native American <laughs> face <laughs> Asian American he walks Native. up the stairs yeah. and he starts laughing that's terrifying yeah so weird did it scare you? no it didn't scare me but it was I could have swore when I woke up that morning that it was a real movie and I couldn't place my finger on what movie it was that I had seen that was like that. Um, that doesn't sound familiar to, do, to you, does it? The, the indents on the bed kind of does, actually. Yeah. But everything else doesn't. Yeah. But that kind of made... Yeah. Peaked me. It's so weird. So, listeners, if you recognize that... Yeah, please. Please ease my mind and send me... Send me the name of the movie so I can message. watch it and get over the fact that... I just had a dream about an oddly specific movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I got that off my off your chest. Yeah. Oh. You know what, guys? We had a good time with this episode. We definitely did. This was a f- one I actually really, really enjoyed. I enjoyed all the other ones. It's not like I enjoyed this one. Hated the other ones. Um, I hated <clears> them. <throat> okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So, we've been uh, sipping on this drink. Yep. The one we... You probably heard us open in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, we opened it. Okay. So this is the Ginger Brew Munster Mule. You said it like the TV show, Munster. Munster. Monster. I can say how I want. Yeah, you say folks, I say folks. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said anything. 
this okay? Monster Mule. Some Monster Mule. Ginger Brew. Oh, look. I dropped that can. I thought I lost it. <laughs> I, I was thinking about texting you and be like, oh, dude, we almost just lost a mule. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Um, yeah, so this one is supposed to be like the Moscow mule, the, like the alcoholic beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just a monster. It has 160 grams of caffeine, 52 fat ones of sugar. Yeah. I'm going to read the description for you real quick so you can get an idea of what we're working with here. Yeah. It says it's inspired by the famous bar call that includes the Russian capital Monster Mule. Wait, what? Monster Mule is no <laughs> ordinary <laughs> energy drink. With a complex flavor highlighted by spicy sweet ginger backed up with zesty lime notes. I didn't get any lime notes, did you? I'm getting lime notes 24-7. Mm. Stir in our Monster Energy Blend to get a kick in the pants. Oh, you're supposed to mix this with your alcohol. Is it? Sure okay. to get you moving morning or night. Available for a limited time only. In these cans. Yeah. And this can is super cool looking. It says it's a collectible copper style can. And honestly... I highly doubt it's collectible. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty cool can. It's a really cool can. Definitely my favorite monster can. I think it's my favorite energy can, period. Because so bangs cool. look like medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything kind of looks like medicine. Rain's trying too hard, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Even though it's simplistic. Most monster cans are trying too hard. Yeah, but this one's good. This one's really good. It caught my eye. Like, I don't drink monsters, but I've seen this before, and I usually don't get it because of the sugar. Mm-hmm. But we decided to do this one. It's good. Also, if you guys want us to try a certain one, we can do that too. Yeah. So, what's your... Out of ten, what do you give it? six and a half because uh, I was telling Hayden earlier I'm not a huge fan of ginger but I do like ginger ale mm-hmm. and this tastes like ginger ale so yeah. normally I probably would have given it like a five but you know what I'm gonna put it up to a seven and a half seven and a half I feel like it's worthy of that it's really good yeah. pretty sweet but not unbearably sweet yeah not spicy to the point where you're going to notice it, really. Yeah. And really, it's only spicy in the sense of ginger. So if you like yeah. ginger, maybe it's not even spicy to you. It's just, it's got that weird tang. It's not that spicy like the the jalapeno strawberry rain. Yeah. Which I stay tuned because we may do that next week. It should be interesting. Yeah. So rain has a flavor of energy drink. It's strawberry and jalapeno. So... Tune in for the entire episode next week if you want to yeah. hear that. You have to listen to the whole episode. I got a feeling it's going to be nasty. Uh, we'll see. Maybe next, maybe I, the week after I that. I didn't think this would be good. It's, it it's not out, bad. It yeah. turned out being good. I was actually apprehensive about this all day because we had planned on it. Mm-hmm. Actually, for like a minute. When did I text you about that? You texted me like early this morning, like 8. You were like, yo, couldn't find any mules. Well, yeah, but when did I send you a picture of it for the podcast? It was like oh, a couple days yeah, ago. Yeah, it was. Did you drink one before? Mm-mm. Oh, you just took a picture of it and you were like... Yeah. I was like, that looks interesting. Because now when I get an energy drink, I try to find something I've never had. Yeah, me too. So. I also had a, an adrenaline today. Yeah. The pre-workout. It was okay. Yeah, yeah well, cool. All right. This is a good episode, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, as always, be sure and follow us on our so- socials yeah. at the Mashed Potatoes Podcast. Yeah. And uh, 
Maybe at some point we'll do a giveaway of an energy drink or something. A cinema singular energy drink. Maybe a couple. <laughs> Get. I'd be. Tell happy. your friends to follow. Yeah. Uh, if we can reach a hundred followers, we'll do a giveaway of some energy drinks. How's that sound? It sounds reasonable. What right. are we at right now? You bring up a fair question. And if you guys have made it to this point, our hearts go out to you. <laughs> um, we are at 68 followers. Okay. If you guys can get us up to 100, energy drink giveaway. Shoot, I'm, we might even buy a white shirt and draw a picture on it for you. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. So, get us we, some followers, custom guys. Custom picture signed by yours yours plural truly yours is yours is yours is truly's all right so it sounds like a french flower store <laughs> come on into yours is truly's <laughs> 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 okay all right thanks guys have a good rest we'll of your week see you next week have a good weekend it's friday so or it may not be well if you're listening to this it's probably friday well, it's coming out on Friday, I don't, so have a good weekend. All right, if it's not Friday, have good, have a good life, guys. Have, yeah, have a good life. Yeah. There you go. Live strong. All right, peace. All right. peace.